Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the On the Hunt podcast. To my left, I got Dustin Kitchens in front. Special guest tonight, Trey Johns. <laughs> here we go. How are y'all? We're here. We're good. Doing great. Blessed. Living the dream, man. Living the dream. Yeah. If I do, if I do not sound like myself, um, we're going over. Mark five tonight and talking about demon possessions. I am a believer and I am safe, so it's not my, it's not any kind of crazy demonic anything that's taking place. It's just the fact that um, I woke up without a voice this morning and uh, and and I'm trying to to get through it. And I am drinking coffee with uh, with cough drops. So, how many for the day? Fiftieth. Well, we. I mean, I'm a, I'll do a do a an actual um, account later as I go through the cough drops. I've been studying this today for uh, for Sunday, and so one of them had 30 in it, the other one had 45, and I counted the one that had 45 in it, and it had 37 left. I got one in my mouth now; it'd be 38, and then I double them up most of the day. So I'm 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 actually 50 plus cough drops at the moment. It's not good for you. It, but it uh, can be. Yeah. Why can't it be, Dre? It's, it, it's, it's got to be terrible. Re- read this thing right here. I, it hauls cough and throat relief. It relieves cough. It soothes sore throat. It cools nasal passages. I can smell well. <laughs> Menthol, cough suppressant. It's re- it's good. Look and the, the cooling meter. The fine print. It's got one, two, three, four. It's, this is a level four of a level five of cooling flavor meter. So I, I'm in 50, like a, but I'm like alive. It's like a four-star recruit. <clears throat> Like, Alabama's not getting after Nick Saban left. We don't, we don't want to get sued. I don't know if we can, but um, we're pretty positive based upon, um, uh, you say a hypothesis? Yeah. Is, that, is, is that an educated guess? Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and a little bit of proof that you cannot overdose on, on Rico lies and halls, and they work okay together and make you feel a little bit better, so... Um, but yeah, we're we're good except for don't have a voice. Hoping that I can, I'll be ready uh, for for Saturday and Sunday. I got two things going on this weekend. So, uh, Trey, tell us a little bit about yourself, my brethren. I am a Tifton County native. Um, been uh, been here my whole life, and uh, you know I grew up in a good good Christian household. Good parents. Um, Mom made sure that we were in church and Sunday school most of the time and uh, got saved probably around 10 or 12 um, by Brother Billy Skinner. And um, I, would, I would say that around then is probably when my dad kind of got back in the groove and the swing of things. Um, dad was a, a you know, a, he always provided. He always made sure that we had more than what we needed. Um, but just like, you know, just like me, just like anybody, you, you do tend to stray off the path a little bit, and he'll be the first one to tell you that. Um, those of you who do not know my father, he's he's a legend. Um, I told them earlier that he very well could have his own movie one day just on some of the stuff he's been through. He's, he's crazy, man. Um, but, yeah, I, I grew up in a – um, a solid household. I, I don't. I don't have any reason to ever complain about anything. Um, and my journey up to now has been nothing short of 
um, God sent, um, God's plan. Um, you know, I, like I said, kind of, kind of got off the path there for a little bit. And, you know, I, I don't know that I was ever just, uh, you know, out of it, but I definitely wasn't completely in it. I wasn't living, um, a hundred percent for Christ. Um, and you know, like I said, it's, it's all been, it's all been God sent. Um, the crazy story on how I met Dustin was, I'll tell the, I'll tell the full tale. Um, I was just kind of in a rough place in, in life and, you know, early twenties and you, you live and, and you go through stuff. Um, and at that age, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of hard. You, you're, you're trying to figure everything out. Um, and me and Dustin were friends on Facebook and that's all I knew. Dustin and I were friends on Facebook. I knew he hunted and I knew he was pastoring a church. So, uh, when, uh, Whenever I reached my point, I, I just reached out to him, and I. So we I never met, right? Never met. I did not have any idea who Dustin Kitchens was. I just sent him a Facebook message. You just cold called. Well, I, I did. did see. I did see you one night. I was. Um, you were with a couple of buddies. I remember that you were with a couple of buddies at a restaurant, and I ran into y'all while we were while I was. Um, I was there, talked to y'all for a minute, and then. Um, I don't remember that. Walked out. Well, I do. So it makes it even more weird now that you just reached out to me. Yeah. So and the the I reached out to Dustin. I just sent him a message. I said, "Hey, can you talk?" He said, "You want to talk about Jesus?" I said, "Yeah." And I do believe the next message was, "What are you doing Friday or Saturday? Uh, I'm going to Sardis to catch some fish. Do you want to go?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." So I show up at Dustin's house at 4 a.m. that day, never met the man, get in the truck, and we go to Sardis, and we fish. What right. kind of hey, mid- what kind of faith is that? I'm talking about full, but I didn't even, I mean, he could have been, you know, not a man of God for all I know. You know, just because you're, unfortunately, just because you're pastoring a church doesn't mean you're a Leading the right path, right? You know. Hey, dude. Tw- yeah. June first, twenty twenty one. Let's get let's 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 real. This is what it says. Hey, man. Hate to bother you. Wondering you had some time to talk. So, man, you ain't bother me, brother. You want to talk about Jesus? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> All right. Want to meet up? You know, on the phone. I'd like to meet up sometime if you ain't too busy. Then, then what's your work schedule? I get off at four usually. Home by four thirty. Monday or Friday, yeah. Monday through Friday, yeah. All right, you got plans Saturday? Nothing yet set in stone. Want to go to Sardis and fish? Yeah. And then I ended up, I, what ended up happening, um, I want to say I ended up, we ended up going on Friday. I think you ended up taking I, off work. Yeah, I think I ended up taking off work. We went on Friday. And there was, you know, it was nice. It was May. I remember it was May. Uh, and from there, we fished. June, was it May or June? Just June. June? Okay. Yeah. I remember it was warm, but we were checking on each other but by the time we got to the next county. That was that's that was a good thing. We yeah. like we like we was already kind of cutting. Up yeah. So good. and you know like fast forward. Um, hold know, on, that, hold on. Did y'all catch any fish? So I don't remember exactly how the day went, to be honest. But I do remember that I did not take a bottle of water, a Gatorade, or anything, and it was warm. 
and Dustin was still trying to figure out his live scope, and we fished all day. Yeah. And I did not have. I was sitting in the back of the boat just dehydrated, like a soak, like a he dried even, up. He sponge. wouldn't even offer you nothing, would he? No, I, I don't think he That's had so anything. Messed up. But he was so focused, like he was staring at this live scope screen for hours and hours and hours. It was windy. I was in my war eagle. We were going, and the wind was blowing. I don't even remember where we were fishing, dude. But it was, I remember where we were at. We were at, we were at a good time. It was, it was a fun Yeah, time. I mean, it was great. But, but we, uh, man, we got to talk about stuff. And I mean, moral of all of it is really just told me that, you know, he um, just knew the Lord was wearing him out. You know, Galatians 5 said the spirit and flesh are always at war with one another. And a lot of times we, you know, we, we uh, don't practice spiritual disciplines for a little while. And then, you know, it seems like we're, um, living like we used to live before we were saved, you know, so, um, but that was the, you know, the gist of it, I would say, you know, yeah. you just really needed some, some people to get around you that, that were sure. like-minded and that wanted to, you know, follow the Lord and you wanted to be around them, really. Yeah, uh, and it was, I mean, like I said, it was nothing short of, of, of God's plan because, um, you know, I, I told people all the time that, you know, when, when you're doing things and going about things the right way, the puzzle pieces, you don't have to scatter them out. The puzzle pieces start falling together. Um, and that's kind of what happened. And uh, I'm, I'm very blessed to have, um, you know, grown and, and, you know, Dustin, you know, not only friend, but a mentor and a, and a good leader. Did you just say that out loud? He just, can you like, hey, I, I, I give him, mark that down. Give him, <laughs> I gave him an attaboy. We're hard on each other, but it's, uh, it's all out of love. Um, well, we know we all know he's the most excellent. So no, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, yeah. Now I'm uh, I have the great responsibility and opportunity to uh, teach class on Wednesday and uh, at our church, and um, it's a fundamentals class where we kind of um, you know people who are um, you know maybe been out and trying to get back in or just haven't you know maybe just just now get finding their faith. Um, and we get to uh, kind of break stuff down, discuss it, um, discussion-based class. We have a lot of fun. And the staple of the class is the amazing dad jokes before every class. Well, really. The Christian, uh, they're Christian dad jokes. I mean, that's not it, obviously it is, not. It, that's it not the, the most staple is Jesus. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Don't think we're. But if you say, if you ask somebody like, oh, so, you know, what you, what can you tell me about Trey and Josh's class? Uh, Josh is who I teach class with. They're going to be like, man, they've got some really good jokes. Yeah. Uh, but that's not true. Go it's, ahead, it's 100% go ahead. Jesus. Hit us with all your right, best all right, one. All right, ready? So what did God give Moses to cure his headache? Two tablets. <laughs> uh, hold, on, hold on, I don't know if I hit this. That's not it. No, hold on. No, hold on. You, gotta, you gotta turn it oh, on. That's not yeah. There you or, go. Or, 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 or. <laughs> it's a mixed reaction. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a mixed yeah. reaction. No, seriously though, it's I, I do enjoy it. Um, uh, my dad goes to church with us now, so um, you know, we we get to uh, do a lot together, um, and uh, it's 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 great, man. Where where I'm at, I, like I said, I shouldn't have any complaints, even though we do because we're terrible humans. Yeah, and you gotta. Um, 
a lady that's sweet to you and she's a good she's a good and yeah. uh she's a good and she's she's uh this is a hundred percent a joke but i don't know what i would do without her i do call her my secretary because if if it wasn't for her making reminders for me and helping me out with like certain things paying the bills I mean, not necessarily, you know, I mean, and it's not that I'm like not self, I mean, I, you know, I had a single streak where I was, you know, on my own, but Courtney just, she's, she's like type A on the ball. Nope. We're getting it done and we're doing it this way and it's going to be done right. So that's a blessing. She's great. Um, she's a very, um, God fearing woman. Um, a Proverbs 31 woman, if I may say. So, uh, yeah, I'm blessed to also have that, uh, you know, by my side. Yeah, man. Behind every decent man is a better woman. No doubt. I mean, I am trash. Yep. Well, that's pretty much, I could say we can all come to say that in our life for sure. No doubt about that. All short of glory for sure. Um, But, yeah, man, how long have I been together? Uh, we're going on a year and probably two or three months. Um, kind of a, kind of a weird start for us. Um, we were both in a kind of a weird boat in life. Um, this was about the time that I was getting, um, back in the groove and, and she was, you know, already in the groove. And, um, like I said, it was just kind of a weird time and we, we spent some time apart, probably, um, a year ish, I would say before we, got back in the groove and uh you know been 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 steady going on a, a year and two or three months so yeah she's uh she's a good one for sure Doing good. she's uh she she's working on getting her her first deer we've been trying um and it hasn't been for lack of opportunity it's just it hasn't worked out yet um she's gonna get there i believe in her we just gotta work out the kinks what's the problem <laughs> I don't want to call her out, but she's missed one or two. Just say it's the guide. It, it's it's not the rifle because you shot it afterwards. I haven't shot it, but I haven't done anything for it to be off, and it's it's killed animals before. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay though. She's trying. It's okay. We're gonna she get bummed there. out. Yeah, I mean, obviously she's a she's a winner. She's a go getter. So anytime that she can't. Uh, you know, succeed, it's obviously a little um, devastating, but whenever, you know, whenever victory comes, it'll be that much sweeter because, you know, she'll have worked for it. And I'm not going to, you know, it's not going to be the easy way out. I told her, you kill it, you're gutting it. Oh, come on. No, come on, man. No, absolutely she is. We're going to cook the heart. She's going to eat the heart. (laughs) Come on. Come on now. (laughs) I can't say I can't <laughs> say nothing because I missed I'm I missed one at forty. Everybody yards. has everybody at forty. Yeah. It's not like it's not like it doesn't happen. It's okay. It's fine. It's not it's not preferred, but it does happen. Yep. Just tell her to if you miss it at like forty like I did, just back one out to about two fifty freehanded <laughs> and it ain't no problem then. <laughs> so you went on uh usually at the end of the year after after the rut's over and everything, kinda do a little doe patrol and try to shoot a couple does for the freezer that's what i usually try to do during bow season i try to kill some during bow season and then try to if i don't then i'll wait till after the rut and then try to kill some more so you you uh you went on doe patrol last week and you whiffed at 40 
whiffed at forty. Swing and a miss. What happened? Pulled hard. Did you get Did you get doe fever? Did you start chattering? No, no, I did not. I did not. I wish I could say that. No, I had a. I mean, free-handed? Were you trying to... Uh, well, what had happened was, is I was four or five come out in the field, and <laughs> and I was kind of picking out the biggest one I wanted to take, and uh, this little spike come running out, nose up in the air, and just started pushing them across the field. No, and, you didn't. Oh, yeah. So, no, I didn't shoot the spike. I was going to say. No, I didn't Luke, shoot the spike. Luke. No, I didn't do that. But... uh Depends on what time of year it is. <laughs> yeah. A man's gonna get hungry. Yeah. So, uh, so he was he was kind of pushing them across the field, and they wouldn't stop. And so I just shot while she was walking and pulled right in front of her, forty yards. And then we was walking back, and one come out in the field about two fifty, and I just pulled up there free handed, dropped it, dropped her. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good. That's good. That's great. What about what about you, Dustin? You uh you had a cool story the other day. Yeah, I did. That's pretty awesome. I had a uh, I've had a pretty decent year. My my son has not. He's he's had a really really good year. Like this year, I told him beginning of the year, I was like, dude, I don't care if, if I kill any deer this year. It's you, man. We're gonna go, and, and hopefully, you know, you can kill you can kill every deer. You can fill a freezer if you want to. So I have like, I have went and um. And t- taking him a gazillion times, and made him let him hold off on some deer. We saw some really good deer a couple of times where he um, we had got to watch a you know buck tend the doe for a while during the middle of the rut, which was really cool. And um, but he he shot the first one that he shot at. He 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 clipped it and hit it in the leg, which kind of stunk and uh, didn't get to find it. So then I got to I got to uh, you know he got to deal with that depression of not finding your first deer that you shoot at he actually he killed a really good one last year but you know so uh then this year he did that missed and then he killed a, a seven point after that and then he's missed and missed and missed so he's like he's one for i think one for four or five but i can put him in 22 man he's money straight up money and he then, thinks they're just thinking about it i bet i don't know what like the first one the every time i got videos on my phone every time he shoots He'll say, smoked it, smoked it. And I'm like, no. I, I'm like, dude, you smooth miss. I watched dirt blow up the side of the deer. So, but yeah, that, uh, so I, I've, I've had to shoot some. I wanted him to kill him, so, but I've killed a killed a couple of does early, and then I, I killed a um, pretty good, um, uh, two pretty decent deer, one real, real good deer, um, good eight point. So I'm going to mount him, and, and then uh, I went on doe patrol as well, so I got to kill one another day, and then uh, – but I was, they called me and told me that the deer was ready. I'm allergic to deer, which is a, a weird thing. So uh, it'll be a, another story for another time. But like the dander, I guess, for like in animals, mess me up so bad. I'll I'll look like I like got the hives or something when I when I touch a deer. So um, so I don't spend a whole lot of time. I don't. I'll gut them and and then I'll like. So he used to wear like gloves that you did that like the. The people that are cow farmers would wear, you know, where they have to do stuff, yeah. like <laughs> check and see, yeah, check and see if they're pregnant or whatever. They had to do all that. So I, I used to, have to wear them, but now I just make sure I clean up like immediately afterwards. I'll still break out. So they called me and told me when my deer was ready at the processor. So I'm not one of these guys that I got all the stuff, but I just I itch so bad it drives me nuts. So anyway, I ended up um, going to get I was going to go get my deer the other day, and it was like twenty something mile an hour wind, and my phone kept going off on my on this food plot, and uh, Dude, there was deer everywhere, 
Like I'm gonna see if I can slip in there I, and uh, sit on the edge of that field real quick. And so I did, and I was sitting there for like three minutes. You know, a lot of does came out. I, I I called a buddy, told him I was going over there to try to shoot a doe, and at at, at four o'clock, I got off the phone with him about after four. And I done, I done walked in, sat down, shot the deer, found the deer, drug the deer out, gut the deer, and was leaving at like 4.35. I was like, now you need one of these every once in a while after you get your tail whooped all year trying to – I got two, you know, these two giant deer I've been trying to hunt all year. I done killed two good, decent ones, but they wasn't the – you know, one of them was the caliber of what I was hunting, but it wasn't the two deer that I were hunting. Well, I was hunting. So, anyway, I ended up uh, – I ended up – you know, having a little easy little hunt, that was good. And today, my phone's been going off today. The deer was 60-something degrees. Like, man, the deer shouldn't be moving today. And my phone was going off. River got off uh, school, and, it, and, the, and the, the cameras that we have, it goes to my phone and his, his tablet. When he goes home, he gets on there, checks everything, you know. He texts me today. He's like, Dad, I was down the road, meet one of the guys. He's like, Dad, uh, there's a good buck in the field. You think we can go hunting today? Man, the wind's crappy for that spot. We're not gonna. Be, we just sit on the ground. He's like, it's a really good buck, and I, and I, I got. I quest the HD photo. It's a spike. And like, <laughs> he, he's like, it's got, he's like, it's got horns. And look, check this out. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna show you all this while I'm. So while I'm, while I, I told him no. I'm like, man, it's almost four. By the time we get over, it's gonna be too late. I was like, I, I, we're not gonna go today, man. And I, I kid you not, I have not. This farm has loaded with does. <clears throat> Like slam pack full of does, and um, he, I have not seen a deer that I want to shoot, so I haven't really hunted there much, like all year, and um, and so all, all of a sudden today, like right after he talked to me about it, I ended up I ended up getting like the first shooter, and this is January, what what's the day? The eleventh. Yeah. So you know, 140 inch nine point, walking. He walks across the camera. Walks across the camera again. Walks across the camera again, just like talk, he's posing. Just talking. Yep. Oh, so, yeah. So, oh, dude, he's he's like, and now he's, and now he's, he's coming in like tomorrow's your, your tomorrow's Kelby's birthday. Let me skip school. We can go hunt that deer. I'm like, no, dude, you know, <laughs> skip school for skip your sister's school. birthday. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's that's her birthday. She she could probably maybe ditch out, but I'm gonna let you do that. So, but anyway, pretty been a pretty good year, man. So. Uh, it's dry year. We don't have a lot of water, so we no don't have ducks. A lot of places. No ducks. zero ducks. I mean, the ducks are, I believe, are around, but I don't think we have the uh, it's, the water to hold. It's anything. not. It is I did not see, a killing year. I did see though that big river going over ten foot. Yeah, which is, you know, needs not twenty two. Yeah, it's not like that's a lot. It's just we haven't had any water, yeah. so it's oh wow, let's get it. You know, it's crazy. You know. Whereas normally during duck season we're like, oh yeah, the river's gonna go to thirty foot. You know, next week we're gonna have to get on there. Yeah, we're just excited to have ten foot. Yeah, yeah, it was negative seven uh, just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it, it was way 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 over like a ditch when we drive down there. It's so crazy. We live uh, Tipton County where we live is 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 West Tennessee, um, middle I guess you'd say the middle of go into West Tennessee, be the middle, not up north, not way, way down south, but kind of in the middle of that. So um, that's where we're at, but right on the edge of the, the Mississippi River, uh, about from where I live, probably 10, min- 10 15 minutes at the most to, to get to the river. But like I said, the river the river is is uh, running dry. What's that song? Mississippi River, <laughs> she's going dry. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, Hank. So, 
Um, anyway, y'all, y'all ready to jump into this? Let's do it. All right, the Gospel of Mark. So we're in Mark five, and so we're gonna. Uh, we're not sure one hundred percent what we're gonna do next week yet. We're gonna pray and ask the Lord for wisdom. James one five says, "If any of you." You know, ask for wisdom. If you ask God for wisdom, that He is generous and He'll give it to you, and He won't rebuke you for asking. So we need to be asking the Lord for wisdom all the time. So uh, we'll ask Him for some some wisdom on what we need to do, do next. But um, we may go through a book, but I'm not sure we're going to keep on going through Mark five. We were just going to go through this because well, we've been. Um, well, I'm not trying to take any credit away from the passage either. The passage is a great passage. Uh, it teaches you a lot about the Lord. So. But we've been going through it uh, in men's group. We actually covered it last night. We studied it Monday. We were going to record Monday, but it was we're in a shop, and it was like a torrential downpour, so we weren't able to to do that. So, um, y'all want to? How far are we going to go? We go through twenty? Yeah, twenty. Yeah. All right. Somebody. Oh, you may read it. Yeah, man. You're you sound you're a scholar. Yeah, you got an excellent voice. A gentleman and a scholar. Yes. All right. So Mark five verses one through twenty. Uh, so they arrived at the other side of the lake in the region of Gerasenes. 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 <laughs> Sorry. Uh, reading it on the fly. When Jesus climbed out of the boat, a man possessed by an evil spirit came out from the tombs to meet him. The man lived in the burial caves and could no longer be restrained, even with a chain. Whenever he was in, put into chains and shackles, as he often was, he snapped the chains from his wrists and smashed the shackles. No one was strong enough to subdue him. Day and night, he wandered among burials and caves in, in the hills, howling and cutting himself with sharp stones. When Jesus was still some distance away, the man saw him, ran to meet him, and bowed low before him. With a shriek, he screamed, Why are you interfering with me, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? In the name of God, I beg you, don't torture me. For Jesus had already said to the spirit, Come out of the man, you evil spirit. Then Jesus demanded, what is your name? He replied, my name is Legion, because there are many of us inside this man. Then the evil spirits begged him again and again not to send them to some distant place. There happened to be a large herd of pigs feeding on the hillside nearby. Since us, send us into those pigs, the spirit begged, let us enter them. So Jesus gave them permission. The evil spirits came out of the man and entered the pigs, and the entire herd of about 2,000 pigs plunged down the steep hillside into the lake and drowned into the water. The herdsmen fled to the nearby town and the surrounding countryside, spreading the news as they ran. People rushed out to see what had happened. A crowd soon gathered around Jesus, and they saw that the man who had been possessed by the legion, by the legion of demons, excuse me, he was sitting there fully clothed and perfectly sane, and they were all well afraid. Then those who had seen what had happened told the others about the demon-possessed man and the pigs, and the crowd began pleading with Jesus to go away and leave them alone. As Jesus was getting into the boat, the man who had been demon-possessed begged to go with him. Jesus said, No, go home with your family and tell them everything the Lord has done for you and how merciful he has been. So the man started off to the, visit the ten towns of that region and began to proclaim the great, the great things Jesus had done for him and everyone was amazed at what he had told them. All right. <clears throat> um, so just a little context on all that. Um, we know that, that Jesus has done a, a whole bunch of uh, amazing 
things you can look back through through Mark. He's really doing a whole bunch of you know he's already started his his earthly ministry. He's um, healing people. Um, the the crowds are getting larger and larger and larger, and so people keep bothering. I mean, I would say bothering, but yeah, it's getting to the point where there's a lot of people. Um, he he goes out into the the water um, really to to get 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 us a little bit of rest. We know that um, he goes out in the water and. Uh, the storm rolls in. If you remember uh, going through that in the previous um, the previous chapter, you know he's out in the middle of nowhere, uh, and um, he's 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 out in the middle of the boat, and the storm rolls in. There's other boats there. They're they're with them. Uh, then from there, he he I love the the end of four. Um, he asks his disciples as he's in the boat. So remember, he's asleep. Storm rolls in. They're out in the middle of nowhere. And, and and like you were talking about earlier, them them God ordained things, how God sovereignly does stuff, you know, like he, he he's taking this this boat, you know, across the, the other side of the water and um Jesus is in the middle of it, right? He's asleep, storm rolls in, he's asleep and then they ask and he asked him, you know, why they when they pretty much wake him up, why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith? And they were filled with great fear and said to one another, Who then is this? that even the wind and the sea obey him. And so in four, kind of setting up five, God's just, God is just showing uh, us really that, that that Jesus is God, you know, like he's Lord. Um, he is the Messiah. He is the one who's come. He is, is God in flesh incarnate, right? And so really in five, you know, he answers that question again. Who is this man? So He's already shown all kind. Of, he has he has power to heal, you know what I'm saying. He's he's already healed a leper. Um, he's he's calmed the storms. So he's got power over sickness. He has he has power over nature, and so now he's showing again what he has power over, right? And so he goes through this. Um, also, I guess off of that, the demon is is obviously threatened by Jesus. He says, why are you interfering with me? So that is, I mean, obviously he is threatened at Jesus immediately, right? <clears throat> so they came to the other side of the sea, um, the um, of the Gerasenes, immediately, right? So what, what took place there? Like, so immediately, what's, what's, what's baffling to me is that, is that, did Jesus ever get any rest? No. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> he's trying to take a nap. They wake him up. Yeah. And then as immediately as he steps out of the boat, here comes a demon-possessed man. Yeah. Hey, side note. Here's a side note, and this is what we need to learn with that question. Yeah. Uh, people that are busy, um, what did Jesus do? Because we know he was one of the busiest men ever, correct? Yeah. Like, so when did Jesus have his time? When was because I mean he's Jesus man he's fixing to walk around he's fixing to be a flog by people people are gonna be dealing with and and Mark one thirty five it says and rising very early in the morning while it was still dark he departed and went out to a desolate place and there he prayed so what did Jesus do he got up early in the morning who needs you at five o'clock in the morning really who needs me at five in the morning who needs you at five in the morning Trey not too many people. Like we're gonna be have really busy schedules, yeah. But but it's important that we, you know, spend time obviously with the Lord. 
Um, so Jesus himself, early in the morning, probably, if you want to know that answer to that question, I would say probably About early, early in, early in the morning is yeah. when he was spending his, you know, when he was actually being able to to, to rest a little bit in the, in the Lord, you know. Yeah, yeah. But uh, before that, though, before he immediately stepped out, it talks about they went to the country of Gerasenes. This is this country of Gerasenes that was a Gentile country. So it was predominantly Gentiles in that region. Uh, it says that the pigs, where it talks about towards the end of the story, the pigs kind of give that away because Jews didn't relate to pigs. Right, yeah. Because they were not clean animals. <coughs> um, <coughs> so, you know, another, I guess going off that, you could feed off of that is um, they went there to minister, and this is, resulted in the transformation of someone's life um you know through witness so just because you're going into kind of a, a funky place and you're going you know some uh, unfamiliar place does not mean that you won't have the opportunity or you know like i said you know uh, romans eight twenty eight, all things happen for those who are love God so right if 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 you're doing the work of the Lord you know you're, you're probably gonna get put in some sketchy situations where you got to kind of figure out you know what what's going on but if somebody gets saved out of the situation well I, you know obviously it was it was ordained right it right. was it was it was a, a God sent or uh, event right <clears throat> well it also says in also, in the same story, if you go back, so here it says, a man with an unclean spirit. Well, if you go back into Matthew, whenever in, in, his, in his story of it, Matthew says there was two demon-possessed men. Um, but in Mark, I took it as only being one, as in one was predominant. One was, the, was more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, more, not, more possessed, more possessed, or more uh, evil, more evil. Yeah. Way to put it out there. <coughs> well, he was a, a wild man. Yes, like broke chains. Like yeah, yeah. said he cut himself. Yep, demon possession. Like, I mean, obviously, um, we need to bring this up. But the way that this this happens is that, um, <clears throat> I mean, I, I believe without a doubt that some people uh, will can have a demon possession in a sense and, and, and misinterpret uh, or misdiagnose it for some sort of issue that they can try to go get diagnosed from a doctor or something of that nature. But, I mean, there is still, um, it's, it's not like the demons have stopped messing with people now or anything. It's still, it's still real and, and alive, you know, and still right now in the, in the way that it, the way that people are, are possessed is, is obviously different because we know that a legion, what is it? Is a legion is uh, 6,000, was 6,000 Roman soldiers is what legion stands for. So it's a lot. It's a bunch, you yeah. know. So we know that, that we know that the actual demons went in and, and drowned 2,000 pigs. So we would say, it's pretty much safe to say there's 2,000 demons in, in, in this one one man well, or more i mean could could more than one demon go into one pig yeah if if 2000 could go in one man or two men however many you know could 
could not more than one go into each pig? Yeah. Uh, we don't we don't know 100% on that, but, you know, as far as the way that works, you know, as far as something that how we need to kind of look at this as far as us and, and, you know, is demon possession doesn't take place in a, in a, in a, in a believer's life. You know, the, the devil and his demons um, is, is the devil is one. There's one Satan. Um, there's not multiple Satans. There's one. And know that God is omnipresent, omnipotent. He's all-knowing and everywhere at the same time, all everywhere. There's only one Satan. He's not that. Understand? So he, so he's not omnipresent, omnipotent. So he doesn't know all things. But then he, and he, and he's not everywhere at the same time. But he has, um, his his demons in a sense to 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 plague other people and to to wear them down and to try to uh, and to possess them to try to destroy them, um, and they have a reign to do whatever. Right now, we know that they are are here and 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 active, um, but as a believer. Um, one of the things that people deal with all the time or ask, and I've been asked many times is, you know, can a, can a, a, a Christian be possessed? And um, the answer to that is uh, we, we always answer that with no. Um, when you are a believer, um, you have this indwelling that takes place, right? You're a believer now. The Holy Spirit takes up residence in your life. Um, you're a brand new creation. Second Corinthians five seventeen says the old is gone, the new has come. You're a brand new creation in Christ Jesus. So when that takes place, now you have the Helper, the Advocate that lives in you. Can it be possessed where the Spirit resides? No, um, but <clears throat> we know, like I said, you know, uh, Galatians five teaches us that the spirit and the flesh are always at war with one another. So they're constantly battling it out. Um, your sin <clears throat> nature that you were born with, that you, you know, because we, hey, look, we're saints now, you know, in Christ, but we still have the ability to, to sin. We fall short all the time. We're, we, we have, when you hear that, we're sinners saved by grace. But really, we're saints because that's what God looks at us as, as people as, but we have, we, we sin. So the, the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, there, there is no room for an actual uh, believer to be possessed, but there's this, um, a person can definitely be um, tugged, tugged and oppressed, you know, <coughs> pressed upon um, to do things that are, <coughs> that are sinful and do things that are, are wrong. And, you know, there's many a times where, where there's been believers that do, uh, and terrible things. You see some awful, awful, awful things that take place in uh, in the lives of other believers. You know, so um, when when that takes place, what took place in their life? Um, were they spirit filled? Were they were they um, uh, you know putting to uh, to death things of the flesh? Uh, probably not. And so, if you're not practicing spiritual disciplines in your life, where you have a prayer life, and when you're or you're reading your, your, your scriptures, or you're around the body of Christ, you're constantly in fellowship with others, you're, you're constantly you know, asking the Lord to help you and, and, to, and, to, and to sanctify you, to work the you out of you, you know, trying to uh, become a better believer, you know, become more like Christ. You know, if you, just, if you come to the end of yourself and, and, and think that everything's going to be easy going from there and you don't have to do anything as far as 
um, you know, spiritual disciplines, we're, 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 we're definitely wrong there. So I think what happens, you see a lot of people that, that the enemy uses, um, uh, you know, that, that wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily say that, that are, they're demon, possessed but oppressed and, and they're um, they're doing things that obviously that we know that are not of the Lord um, so we just need to understand that know that for for us as believers that we're we have the ability um, to to come under influence of the of the great deceiver you know it's uh, it's so easy like if you if you're in a good if you're surrounded by good church folks good Christian folks and you just, you, like I s- said earlier, you spend just a little bit of time away from them, and you're like, you know, you, you'll miss your family, but you spend even longer out of them, and it you'll immediately start telling, like, things are not, like, normal. And that's, yeah, you'll, you can fall back right back <coughs> in the old habits, it's, it's the old so, traps. Like, you have got to, you know, s- like, s- stay the course, right? Um, and like, like Dustin was saying, if it's not um, – if it's not of God, if it's not if it's not pleasing to God, well, it's not it's not okay. It's not good, you know. You right. That's like me and me and uh, me and the wife was talking the other day, and we was talking about. She was like, you know, Wednesday nights, you know, sometimes I just don't want to go because I got so much to do at the house. But yep. you know, you skip one Wednesday, then the next Wednesday, and then all oh, of a sudden, yeah, I think I'll just, you know. Uh, yeah, might as well stay on the grind. You know what I mean. The it's, house, the house will be there whenever we get home. Yeah, and life is so much better. I hey, you got you. kids. That house gonna be dirty. No doubt. If Alan, uh, she would clean the house and then talk about how um, I promise I clean this thing up all day today, and then come home, the kids like a bomb went off in there before <laughs> go to bed. Like this is awful. Trey, you'll know one day. Yeah, I'm gonna just stay dog dad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, man, we it's, it's just just understand that. That's like I said, as far as us as believers, as we continue to to push forward to how important it is for us to be able to stay, um, you know, just just prayed up and and ready. You know, you read through the end of Ephesians and you know, read all about uh, the you know the war that we're against, that we're the, the battle that we're we're in is against um, against the enemy. Yeah. yeah, look and look at you know, eighteen through twenty there in the end. I don't know. Were you were you ready to go that far? No. Okay. No. I'll, I'll wait. I'll come back to that. Hold, hold that, hold that, Jim. You hold that, that thought. thought. Hold that thought. We need that button. Yeah. So just think about this, man. This dude is is he he lived among the tombs. You already said he's a, in a Gentile area, right? Ain't it cool? God just sovereignly just drifted their boat in the middle of a storm. I've been on, in the middle yeah. of a storm. They didn't have uh, Yamaha, you know, no. 60 tiller <laughs> handles back then. Old <laughs> runner. Yeah. Yeah, Wide they, open. Yeah, they, they wasn't doing that. So they, they shot across there, obviously, and, and landed on this bank. And Probably it so happened. Yeah. They show up, and this guy greets him. So um, what about this man, though, dude? What, what He... <laughs> he he had been bound with shackles and chains. He wrenched the chains apart. He broke the shackles into pieces. Got to be a rough looking fella. No Man, one, what no you one said. had the, the strength to, you know, to to subdue him. Um, uh, is it the other fact? Is it the other gospel said he was naked? Like just a wild man, you know. Just imagine that. 
And so demon possession, obviously, we know that it takes control over you. It took control over this man so much that um, that that he had more strength than he would have had on his own, which is crazy uh, that 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 is taking place. But it says that this man had no one could no one uh, had the strength to subdue him, and he was in the the, the middle of the. Uh, the tombs crying out, cutting himself with stone. It was just a wild, wild person, right? So, but what happened? And then six there, Luke. Then uh, when uh, he saw Jesus from far away, he ran down and fell down before him. Just think the power that Jesus instilled. And, and, I've, and I've heard that from other things that I've listened to to where, to where one says that, Whenever Jesus first come up on the shore, they didn't recognize him. They didn't know who he was. But by the time they ran down to where he was at, he just, they just, they knew, like, this is him. This That's is him. The, this is the one. You he know what I mean? He got that dog in him. He got that dog in him. Oh, my gracious. <laughs> but just hit the ground and basically begging, you know, just the presence, the power. Think of how powerful he is. He just stopped storms. He healed the sick, and now he has demons begging. And and could them demons run up and think, and then they said that my name is Legion. So were they trying to, like, punk him out, so to speak? It's a bunch of us in here, mm-hmm. you know. Well, I, I, mean, I think what's, what's wild about it is that, that he didn't introduce himself. No. Right? He shows up on the scene, shows up on the bank, uh, and... I mean, do we know the the time frame of this, day or night? You know, I'm I'm just thinking the the scenario there, like going across the there, you know, showing up when you show up, this man's there, uh, runs out there, and immediately uh, when he saw Jesus from far, fell down. He ran and fell down before him. So the man did that. I wonder if it was at night. Because, of course, I don't know how long it takes to get across the sea there. But in, in Jesus, whenever he calmed the storm, it had said in the beginning that it was in whenever the evening had come, he told them to get in the boat and to load up. Yeah. So it could have been at night whenever, whenever he come out. Yeah. But, but who knows? Yeah. But the, the crazy thing, man, what immediately never had to introduce himself never uh had to say you know tell them who he was and they said what do you have with me jesus son of the most high god so hey that answers your question from the end of four and 441 who is this man who then is this right jesus son of the most high god they immediately knew you know what they were who they were up against who they were dealing with right exactly without him like you said even saying who he was yep yep do not torment me he was so he was saying to him um come out of the man you unclean spirit and and jesus asked him what is your name he replied, my name is Legion. So 
I mean, just dealing with, with that there, um, you know, seven and eight there, um, do not torment me. You know, so what, what, what was he, he, he they, they understand, they knew who they were in, in the presence of. They, he knew the demons and obviously knew what they were up, up against there in, 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 verse, in verse 8, right? But they also knew, well, Jesus knew that, that it wasn't, they said, do not torment me, but it wasn't the time for him to torment the demons. And and he knew that, but they didn't. I don't. I don't guess they knew that. That that or they wouldn't have been begging for him not to. Yeah. Yep. So the the the, the actual um, no the demons know what uh, what's coming, know what's taking place, what will take place, and knew that uh, they they know there will be a time. They knew who they're in front of. They know what will be coming. In, in, in the future, uh, they know their time is is, is short lived here, right? And think about this, as kind of how we discussed last night, that they were asking him, "Don't torment me," and basically in the next, right after that, asking if they could go to the pigs because they didn't want to be sent to hell. Because they're even scared to go to hell. Yeah, yeah just remember, remember who they are. You know what I mean? So yeah. Like where they're originated from, the, you know, the fallen angels. So, um, which we ain't got to get into all of that, but the part of the thing is they know, they know where they were, they know what's going to happen, know where they're going. And so um, their, their time short-lived, they knew. Isn't it true that if you go on to the next one, um, we talked about, well, we, we discussed whenever he asked what his name was, Legion, for we are many. And we discussed that 6,000, at least 6,000, or it could be up to 6,000, and then was inside this man. And they all begged not to send them out of the country and all begged to go to the pigs. And they begged him, saying, "Send us to, to the pigs, and let us enter them." And so, he, Jesus, gave them permission. So, uh, and is it is it true? Is it is it? Is it I'm I'm assuming it's true. I'm not really sure uh, that a demon can't just enter a body, or a demon can't just. Do whatever it wants. It has to ask for permission to do. Well, if you look at Job, if if you look at Job, um, we know that um, Satan was was dealing with with God there, and, and said, uh, "What have, you know? Pretty much, what have you been doing? I've been roaming the, uh, been going to and fro, and I haven't found anyone that you know is." righteous and faithful and so he had to go to God and he said God have you considered my servant Job um, and so they have been w- w- from there you see that take place but like I said this is not uh, our home 
as as a believer. And so this is the this is this is not our 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 uh, eternal place. We will be in glory in heaven with with the Lord. This place is an actual uh, a, a place where um, the the enemy has arranged to do uh, what he wills here. So he's now roaming around doing things. So um, uh, God obviously sovereignly knows what's going on and what will take place through through all you know with anybody to anybody obviously knows all that um but uh as far as um they have been given in a sense right now they're been released you know they're they're doing whatever at this moment so um legion we like I said we don't know exactly how many they begged that begged earnestly to go out um and then again what you brought up earlier uh we know the people that we they were dealing with this was a a, a Gentile group, right? So, so we're we're setting tombstones. I mean, like a graveyard, right beside it. Pigs, probably probably, Pigs. probably a pretty eerie place. Yeah, with yeah. inside the graveyard was. Uh, I mean, I'm not I'm not weirded out by pigs or anything, but I mean, just a two, place where there's two thousand pigs, you know, pigs just chilling. <laughs> Yeah. So absolutely not. Yeah. So they're they're um, they they beg to go into them and uh, they rush down steep bank afterwards and uh, into the the sea and they drowned in the sea. Um, you know the so from there we know uh, fourteen. Uh, Luke, pick up there. The herdsmen fled to the nearby town and the surrounding countryside, spreading the news as they ran. People rushed out to see what had happened. The crowd soon gathered around Jesus, and they saw a man who had been possessed by the legion of demons. He was sitting there, fully clothed and perfectly sane, and they were all afraid. Yeah. Thanks, Trey. I couldn't find my spot. It's all good. <laughs> he, hey. I've been that's sitting what, back there. That's what brothers do, man. That's right. They pick you up. <laughs> you lean against me, I lean against you. That way we ain't got to sleep with our heads in the air. <laughs> <laughs> What's that all for? Horse gump. That's right. <laughs> it's like one of the greatest, like, non-Christian Christian sayings you could probably <laughs> have in your back pocket. Yeah. Things get tough. Yeah. Well, but you know what uh, Bubba Forrest said? You just go to it. Oh man, I was quoting some movies today. I was trying to think of a person's name. I could not think of a person's name, and I met this this person and um, ate lunch with them once, and I just uh, couldn't think of their name. And uh, I was texting somebody about it, and I, I, said, I asked about if that was a name. Like, no, it's so and so. Like, oh, it's like I feel like Dumb and Dumber when they were trying to feel like. Swanson, uh, and they were like going through the names. Remember, they're like Samsonite. That's it. And it's like, <laughs> like, like way off, you know. But I wouldn't even, I didn't even have them even nowhere close. All right, back yeah. to four. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're getting way off. Yeah. What would you say, Lloyd? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the demon possessed man. They saw him um, after the, the 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 possession. After the, the Jesus. Uh, cast the demons out of him, um, they 
the herdsmen fled. So the people, the people that were in the that were there with the the pigs. So the herdsmen, multiple, they they fled and 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 told it in the city and in the country. All right. So just picture that. All right. I bet them dudes were like, "What the crap?" I mean, who <laughs> wouldn't be? Like, yeah. think of think think of <laughs> yeah. Like just for a second, take a minute and think about what just happened, and tell me what you would. Yeah, and probably in a brief moment of time, like, oh, I, I look, I ain't lying. I'm out there with my pigs chilling, <laughs> <laughs> and and Jesus shows up <laughs> on the scene. But you don't even know. Steps it, out. You don't even know it's him yet. This, uh, well, this wild naked man runs out out of out of the graveyard, all scarred <laughs> up. Yeah. yeah, like been cutting himself. Got superhuman strength. Breaks chains. Right. And then all of my pigs that I'm that I've been been hanging with, and my buddies are all witnessing. And these jokers take off at one time. Now I mean, just imagine <laughs> balling down a hill and and, and and drown themselves. Like, you, what you fixing to do? I'm yeah. I, look before the, the third or fourth one hits the water. I'm I'm, I'm running another way. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm like going to town, and you like <laughs> yeah. you don't say anything because no. then people think you're nuts. Yeah, but right. they don't though. Look, the, the herdsmen fled and told it in the city and in the country. They had to go tell them, "Hey, look." But we, we would. You would tell everybody. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I ain't gonna believe this. Yeah, yeah, I know. You ain't gonna believe what I just what I just witnessed. Hear me out. Hear yeah. me out. Yeah, I promise you, I ain't lying. And so, uh, look. So just think about that, and then read what it says. And they came to Jesus and saw the demon possessed man, and they did. So they came, the one who had the legion sitting there, clothed and in his right mind. So they, th- that's a little wild. So we let's just probably say they watched all of that. Then they didn't freak out like they might have been. A little bit better than us, because I would have been bouncing probably. <laughs> but but they went and told it, and then obviously they came back to see it. So they this man couldn't even be couldn't even be chained down, and they came to actually check it out to see it for themselves. So that was really that's really cool how that took place there. Um, and and he was sitting there uh, in the, in his right mind. So a, a legion, you know, the, 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 all these demons had nothing for. Uh, for the for the Lord. Um, so I mean, he. So he, let me ask a question though. So we know he was on the other side with the Jews and doing all these miracles. Do you think the Gentiles have heard about these miracles before he sent these pigs off? Um, I don't know. Yeah. Hey, we're gonna have to work we'll out a Q and A. We're gonna we'll have to. We're gonna have to ask that question whenever we get upstairs. I these guess. Gentiles have they probably heard about Jesus? Possibly. I mean, I don't, I don't. Well, I mean, look at the next verse. The crowd began pleading with Jesus to go away and leave them alone. Yep. So, we're, I mean, they just so saw why, the why, miracle. Why do you think they asked him to to go away, though? Because I, 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 my little footnote right here says they were undoubtedly afraid of his supernatural power. They could not control, contain, or appease him like they could their pagan gods. They may have also feared that Jesus would continue to destroy their pigs, which were their livelihood. Evidently, they cared nothing for the needs of the man. They would rather give up Jesus than lose their source of income and security. I mean, that's a logical explanation right there. It is. Very logical. Um, I'm not I'm not going to say, as you continue, though, um, you have to 
um, look at the very end of that to to really get your 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 answer to yeah I, what took place after they were confronted with Jesus right. you know and, and so you see kind of two different you can kind of see two different things there um, because we know that if that is true um, he answers how. Uh, some of them answered like, "Hey, you got to get up out of here." You're, you, you know, they were they're, they're freaking out. Yeah, and you got to go. Yeah, and and so um, those who had seen it described to them in sixteen what had happened to the demon man possessed and to the the pigs, um, and they began to beg Jesus to depart. And he was sitting, and as he was getting in the boat, the man who had been possessed with demons begged him that he might be with him. So, hey, once a man, the Lord changes a man and does a does a does a, a work in his life and, and frees him from from everything that like this like just took place right here. Um, that I mean uh, that's just a, a testament of of how the Lord. You don't want to live any other way. You know what I'm saying? Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, you want to you want to always be with with the Lord, um, but he didn't permit it, right? But he said to them, "Go home to your friends and tell them how much the Lord has done for you, and how He had mercy on you." So, what do you what do you what do you see there, Luke? The, the cool part about that in nineteen. The cool part about that to me is. That he says, go home and go home to your friends and tell them, because in the stories before, and in the miracles before, he had told them, keep it to yourself, don't tell nobody. Yeah. Check in it the, out. In the very, you want to read it? Flip over there. Which to, one? Uh, flip to. Because um, there's a bunch of different. There's a, there's a, a lot of different yeah. things that he when he did that, but if you read, just start do do Mark one, Mark one forty. Up, Trey, go I know, I know. I'm gonna tell you, I was a, I was cold blood killing there some Bible is. drill back in the day. Yeah. Did you get to have and a Bible I, in front of you when you did it? Yeah, Bible drill. You know what Bible drill is? Yeah, but I didn't think you had to have a Bible. I thought you just got to, talk, you know, do it off the dome. Just a quick quote what the, the question was. No, like if you had a Bible, you had a closed Bible in front of you, and they'd be like, "Go to First Corinthians, whatever," and you got to go first would win. Be racing. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. All right, and uh. Mark one forty, and a leper came to him, imploring him, and kneeling said to him, "If you will, you can make me clean." Moved with pity, he stretched out his hand and touched him, and said to him, "I will be clean." And immediately the leprosy left him, and he has made clean. And Jesus sternly charged him and sent him away at once, and said to him, "See that you say nothing to anyone, but go show yourself to the priests and offer." For your cleansing that Moses commanded. Yeah. So <clears throat> everybody that was around the, the the Jewish areas, you know, when he was doing these things, he would tell them. Obviously, he was getting flogged, man. We know that he didn't have no he didn't have no no rest. Couldn't get away from people. So that was that was going on. So he would have he would tell them every time, "Hey, don't do this. Don't do this." You do see in the triumphant triumphant entry where he doesn't permit any them from speaking anymore like he will actually like do it, d- during that time he'll he allows people to, to say it because he knows what's fixing to take place right. um, and all that had to take place but 
in that that text right there is is like you, like you kind of observed there is 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 true, man. He he does it differently. Is he is he giving a foresight to the Gentiles on on what what's coming? Go tell everyone. Yeah. Or is it that he knows he's leaving that area anyway? It's part of the job. So part of the job. It's part of the job. Yep. Gospel. Yep. I mean, he he, and and you know his his disciples, his Jewish disciples is with him, right? All these people are are with him. They know that takes place. I wonder what they were thinking there. You know, uh, woman at the well, man. Nobody had time for her except for Jesus. You know, it's just you know, just a. He always. It's has the these least l- likely. Like it's always the, like the underdog. You know. Yeah, and that's yeah. what I love. That's what I mean. Just think about the nation of Israel in itself, uh, and and the Jewish people. They were not God's chosen uh, group of people that He was going to choose to bless the world through even though they're in constant state of denial um, and, and still are. But, um, but, but they, he, even that time, when in the very beginning, in, 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 in Genesis 12, like that even shows you that he picked the, the least likely group of people. And, and, and it just shows you, man, that, that Jesus is for, uh, for everyone. Like every, every, every person, every nation, every uh a people group, there's not a group of people that the Lord doesn't want to save. So, and that's what's really cool about that. And you know, I, I love that you observed that the other day. Um, so, yeah, I think for sure, to answer that question, is that, I mean, this was a, uh, was, was purposely done. Showed up to a Gentile area, healed this man, all these Gentiles who were dealing with pigs, we know that Jews wouldn't be messing with pigs because they don't like they don't mess with pigs, and then um, it's considered unclean animal. Uh, now these Gentiles are going around telling everybody what Jesus, the Son of the Most High God, has done for this man. Yep. yep. Good stuff. So you looked that up the other day. Um, uh, Luke in 20 when it says he went away and became and began to proclaim in Decapolis how much Jesus had done for him and everyone marveled um, so we he showed up in the country of the Gerasenes and he went into that 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 town that area there and, and Jared and so that that place obviously obviously is, a, is again what a Gentile town yeah. Gentile town I think I think what I read is it was conquered by Rome at some point in time in there that, that took over. But, hey, the, the last word. What is the last word there in 20? Marveled. Mine, mine does not say marveled. Yeah, you got to um, – hold on. Let me go to my ESV. <coughs> yeah, it does say marveled in the ESV. It NLT, it says, uh, verse 20 says, so the man started off to the visit the ten towns of that region and began to proclaim – Great things Jesus had done for him, and everyone was amazed yeah. at what he told them. Yeah. But so, uh, this is not this is one hundred percent not to toot my own horn, but I'm really bad about going out and about and telling people about Jesus. You're, did you say you're bad about it? Like no, in a good way. You're you know, good. No, that's like that was the point. So what I'm like. 
it, it's like once you get a dose, like you're gonna, you're gonna, like I tell people all the time, like I want you to get bit by the same bug I got. And <clears throat> I don't, you know, it's, it's, you're gonna get, you're gonna get, you know, the door cl- closed in your face, I guess you could say. Um, and, th- and that's part of it. And, and a lot of people have a, a defense mechanism put up, you know, oh, well, the church treated me bad or whatever. There's always an excuse. But once they hear, once that seed is planted, you don't ever know what's next. And it, and it might not be, you know, if you're sharing the gospel with people, it might not be that that specific person you're sharing the gospel with is, is who you're supposed to, is who's supposed to hear. It could very well be the guy behind you. That's that's not even in your conversation. Yeah. Hey, crazy story. Check this out. Uh, s- sidebar, but this is good though. This is worth it because it stems off of that. Um, I went. I killed that doe the other day, and so I went to the processor, dropped the doe off, and uh, and I and I get my deer, and I'm messing with the guys that are skinning the deer, young boys, and they're like, "Hey, y'all, um, did y'all, uh, how quick can y'all clean them deer?" And one of the boys said, 30 minutes." Takes him thirty minutes. He said, "Time me then," and so they get. I go in and get my deer. I'm in there like two or three minutes. I come out, the deer is done. I mean, it's probably a little bit more than three minutes, but they smoked that joker. It was less than five. They, you know, they they skin it down to nothing, you know, and had it in the cooler. They said, "We're done. You left." And I was like, um, so I got in there. I got to talking to him a little bit, and I was like, I got I, my, you know, my my mind was, was like, how can I, how can I approach them with this? Your body senses were tingling. You know, I was like, all right, I got I got to get the gospel across to these guys. I got to share the gospel with them somehow. And so I started talking to him, and I said, hey, man, how old are y'all? And he told me, and and um, <laughs> I've never, I was telling the guys in men's group last night, I've never used this approach, and I'm not sure I will again, but it worked. So I was just trying to think, and uh, they, I was talking to him about uh, what they were doing. I was like, is this what you're going to do? you going to be a butcher or what? He's like, man, I don't know yet. Might be. You know, I'm going to stay working here or whatever. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. He's young. And um, I said, <laughs> I said, what do you think I do for a living? And uh, he was, he, he got to guessing and whatever and, and I said he was like I'm a preacher and uh and then it's like that's my leeway then I was like really for real where are you at where do you at? I was like good and I was like well hey you know what the Lord's done for you you know and uh, through Jesus Christ and so I was able to I was able to you know just just chit chat with him a little bit and man one of their one of their one of their moms reached out to me today like on Facebook oh wow hey you talked to my you talked to my uh my son the other day yeah and, and uh so with that like I know that just that opportunity that that I had there, um, he went. He took just the conversation that we had to his mom. His mom found out, you know, got a plumbing company too, you know, whatever. So he, he reached out to me, talked to me about something. But it was she, really. She, he was probably like, "Mom, this preacher out here drives a clean truck." <laughs> <laughs> Stop the plumbing preacher. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. So, but it was uh, it was really. Um, but you want to tell everybody about it, but you don't know whoever you don't you don't know. You don't know nobody that shares the gospel. You never know the impact that you'll have, man. You never. When I got saved, the guy that shared the gospel with me, dude, I was. Um, uh, he didn't know. He had no idea that eleven years later, I was an alcoholic when it, when I met him. You know, when I was over there at his house that night, fixing some plumbing at his house, and he was faithful with the gospel, shared the gospel with me. Little did he know what would take place years later. Yep. And, 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 you know, like he didn't not know that, that I would end up 
being where I'm at or doing what I'm doing, all the glory to God anyway for anything that ever happens. Every good and perfect thing comes from above, and any you know what, what's good in me is of the Lord. But you know, He didn't know, so it's really you know what you're saying, man. It's, it's uplifting. Be, and like I've, when we have time another time, I will tell y'all the story that I had duck hunting this year. That was similar story. Hey Trey, we're gonna have another one next week. Okay, well you next come. week we can do. It. You're welcome. Maybe we'll do like. <laughs> <laughs> Come on down. Maybe do what? I said maybe we'll go through something like soothing, not not demon possession. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, maybe we need to pick a little small book, Titus or something. You know, go through something that not real big, not real long, and you know, go through something like that. We can look at it. But um, what were you saying about? You don't want, you, don't, you just want to give us? You just want to get, throw that teaser out there? You got a good story? Yeah, for I'll, I'll leave the cliffhanger for another time. It's a it's a really good story. It, like I said, it was it's it's a hunting story, so uh, you know it correlates and 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 the good that has come out of it, and I hope that will continue to come out of it. Uh, it's super uplifting, and like you said, it's not it's not me, it's the Lord, mm. and and again. Not, I wasn't saying that I was bad. I'm bad about sharing the gospel, but I meant. Hey, what, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I finishing this up, uh, kind of wrapping this up. I know we're. Um, I don't even know. How, I have no idea how long we've been talking. I do. I see it right now. But it's all right. I, one hour and thirteen minutes. No way. I, yeah. <laughs> Time flies when yeah, you're having fun, man. But Trey goes to bed at eight o'clock. It is, so it is twenty it is minutes past yeah. my bedtime. Yeah, oh. He is stressing right now. So hey, check this out. We've observed the text. I think we understand it. We could go in more depth with 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 demons and and um and and obviously go into the depth of of, of what that takes place. What takes place there. Understand anybody who is who's not a believer. Um, is 100% um, uh, able uh, to be uh, obviously possessed. We we know that those who are are believers that that live their life um, with you know without uh, being you know connected to the, the divine daily, constantly being in communication with the Lord, drawing near to the Lord, seeking the Lord, praying and and studying and and uh, around other believers, they are in great. And, and, and great, uh, I guess you could say, they could be careful because they, they could they could definitely be um, uh, deceived or um, oppressed, and and, and, the, and the enemy could definitely um, could stray them away and, 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 and use them to do evil on his behalf. But just looking through the text, you know, one of my favorite things to do after. Text is observed, and you and you read it, interpret it, understand it. Uh, what do you do with it? You know, so like the the what now? Uh, what now? What do we do now with the scripture? First off, we put our we 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 trust. You know, we trust that in the uh, you know this is kind of a, I guess a broader uh, outlook on it. We trust that um, when when the crazy situation happens that. God's going to take care of it. God's going to provide, and everything's going to be okay. And then we take that and we fuel that, use that to fuel um, how we share the gospel, and and use it to um, the advantage of of you know bringing people to Christ through um, you know I guess relating um, situations maybe um, 
you know, it, it can be used for good. It can always be used for good. Um, and, and like I said, this is like a, you know, a, a, I guess a broader outlook um, to where um, you trust and, and then you allow um, God to use you and then you, um, you know, spread the gospel, you yep. know, it's, make it's, disciples. I think it's pretty simple. It's, uh, it's just like verse 19. Go home to your friends and tell them how much the Lord has done for you. Yeah. Just share it, you yeah. know. So after what the Lord's done, you know, when the Lord changes your life, um, you need to be, you need to be open. And, and, you know, imagine these people ran, man. These are like people, he proclaimed it. Um, we don't, we don't, we don't do that. Uh, a lot of people don't do that with, with, with what the Lord's done for them. They keep it to themselves. And this man who was in a, in a mess, uh, obviously lost, um, as soon as the Lord does a, a miracle you know, in, his, in his life and, and heals him, um, this takes place, you know. Uh, so be a tool. Uh, yeah. But also, I mean, you know, just for me, it's a, some, it's a good application. But, uh, but for me on that is, you know, just understanding that, that anything that the, the enemy tries to, to approach us with and, and, and put us through and, and things that we deal with, you know, we will still deal with things and that we deal with people that are under, you know, um, the power of, obviously we know that if you're not, if you're not in Christ, you're, uh, you're part of the, you're, you know, a lover of your, um, of, of the enemy and you're an enemy of, of God. And so we have people that we will deal with constantly that are, that are not in, in Christ that we'll have to, to understand that, that them people, um, but just the Lord is going to is more powerful. Obviously, um, we were going through that last night. You know, First John four four. Uh, Praise Dad brought that up. He that is that is in me is, is far greater than than who's in the world. And so understanding that that being a believer, being in Christ, being indwelled with the Holy Spirit, the enemy's no match for 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 who's in you. Um, that that the enemy loses. Uh, in the end, and I believe uh, we'll lose can lo- as the, we'll lose every time if we are if we handle the situations you know properly. The enemy, no, no. The enemy. It's just like you said uh, this past Sunday or the Sunday before that. God always wins. Yeah, no, no doubt. That's 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 factual um, because he is exactly what the scripture says. Jesus, Son of the Most High God. I mean, He's He's God in the flesh. We know um, that that He is that He is powerful. And so, man, uh, you know, just the the main point of the the, the text um, that we that we see out of this uh, is is what we kind of we talked about before we started today is um, Jesus has the power uh, over demons. We've already seen it. Um, saw, we saw through the scripture uh, that he had the power over um, over the sick. Um, he has power over nature, and he continues to show things um, over death. He raises um, a dead person. You see all this you know, take place. And he's proven who he is. That's what the, the, the kind of context of the scripture, that he is Jesus, Son of the Most High God, God in flesh. Um, he is real and 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 showing them that 
So um, that's kind of the you know the main point. Just just wrapping that up uh, today. Um, I think it's a you know a great text, and we could spend hours and hours and hours on it. There's never enough time, Luke. Never. You know, I just thought about as I I did not explain the the relationship that you and I have and how we met, which is almost as wild as mine and Dustin's. It's kind of funny, ain't it? We're we'll gonna leave that as a teaser. We'll save that as a teaser yeah. too. All right. Well, my hunting story and how I met Luke. Okay. There we go. Trey, you want to pray us out? Well, yeah. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hey, hey. Before we get off here, we need to do one thing every single week, and that is share the greatest news that's ever been given. Don't you think so? Yeah. So go ahead, Trey. Tell us about about the great good gospel. Jesus came on the earth, lived a perfect life. He was flawless and did what no man could think to do. After much, much uh, persecution, he took the weight of the world, put it on his shoulders, and he put it on a cross and died, took all the sin out of our lives, or out of, out of, uh, took upon sin, man. T- yeah, he just, he, he, he took it on head first, that way that we have the opportunity to receive him, believe in him, uh, and be a disciple of him to make more so that we can spend eternity with him in heaven. Amen. That's right. Him that knew no sin became sin to take away the sins of the world. So, man, at the perfect time he came under the law and and, and did what he said he was going to do. He He, tore the veil. Yep, gave us direct access and... um, and he has given us uh, the ability. He's the way, the truth, the life. And no one comes to the Father except through him. So uh, if you're not yet in, in Christ and you know that you need to be, uh, I, I, I promise you uh, he is the, the only way. And uh, you can be saved um, anytime. It ain't got to be in a church service. It can be as you're listening to this, you know, coming to the end of yourself, knowing there's no hope apart from Jesus Christ and, and trusting his perfect work. Uh, for salvation, for him being the way to righteousness, not your works, and um, trusting in him for uh, uh, for salvation. Um, he's the only way. Uh, best best thing that's ever happened in my life. I know Trey's life and Luke's life is to, um, you know, just just um, being able to to say now that I'm I'm in Christ and know the Lord and what He's done for me. Uh, so yeah, man, when y'all pray us out. I'll do it. Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for allowing us to be able to come together freely and have the opportunity um, to talk about your word, break it down, and and even spread it and share it with others. Uh, Lord, I I ask that uh, you let anyone who's listening to this uh, have a little, uh, you know, if they're not saved, have a little glimmer and and receive you and and put their trust in you uh, so that they can spend eternity in heaven with you. Uh, Lord, I ask that you use us and give us opportunities intentionally that we can share the gospel uh, and be a tool for you. Uh, I ask that uh, we're a, a light in the dark world, and I thank you for, uh, for all you've done for me. I ask that you uh, allow us to, to continue this as long as it is, is your will and, and that is bringing you glory. I pray these things in your name. Amen.
Amen. All right, all right. Now it's your time. It's your cue to do the outro, Luke. <laughs> do the outro. You do gotta the sing outro. the song. Hit that. Hit that. <laughs> Dang, son. <laughs> we out. All right. Thanks for tuning in. See y'all next week. Appreciate it, everybody.